Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We have a very special evening with actor Alex Ponovic answering your fan questions live. Keep it clean. <laughs> You've loved him in Van Helsing, War for Planet of the Apes, Supernatural, The 100, I Zombie, the upcoming TNT Snowpiercer with one of my favorites, Jennifer Conley, next year's film Cold Pursuit with Liam Neeson, and the list goes on and on and on uh, with something I can't talk about, but I really want to. <laughs> with my special guest co-host, publicist to the stars, the gorgeous Casey Kitchen. I swear we were twins separated at birth. I really, really do. <laughs> so raise a glass and let the craziness begin. Yeah! <laughs> This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a cork, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. Oh, it's going to be a bumpy night. It's a very special night, by can the I, way. Can I just say on, on the promo that you did with my picture? Yes, it's so go back, serious. Go back to that picture. Yes. I'm staring at my name and like, like you're making me look at my name. It's like, I'm up in lights. Look at me. Well, hello, because you made the comment like right. me in the banner. That's like, right. I'm in all the banners. There's yes. like so many it's Alexes. About the, like, yes, it's like, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I'm a star. Yeah, see? There's not enough Alexes <laughs> in this room. You guys, we are being listened to and watched uh, internationally. Uh, some of your fans are staying up till three in the morning. That's amazing. To watch this. Um, so it's gonna have it's gonna be a fun, fun night. We're gonna get to live calls and we're gonna get to questions in just a minute. Buttons and bows and pantyhose, it's another episode of On the Rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. Baby Jesus had three wise men visiting for Christmas. I just want one wise man this Christmas, and I want it to be the one who brought the gold, by the way. No frankincense, no more. Bring me the gold. Oh, you know what's so weird is that Tell we me. watch Christmas trees, like we bring Christmas trees into our home. And we celebrate the holidays by watching this poor tree die in front of us for like a month. Is that morbid to you? It's morbid, but wonderful at the same time because we celebrate their death. Hi. Yeah, it's like, let's, weird. here's a tree of death. Let's light it up <laughs> as if it's not sad enough. It's like, let's light you up. Let's put garland on you and watch you die for a month. <laughs> And then the, like the day after Christmas, it's so sad with all of them lined up on the street. Right. I'm right. going to start a nonprofit for 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 unwanted right? trees. For unwanted trees. Yeah. Or keep them in a pot and then have them grow somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought about this when it's like, oh yeah, I'm looking at all these people bringing these trees home on their car, and it looks so sad to me. The tree is like, well, I guess I'm doing this now. <laughs> I guess I'm, I I guess I'm minding my own now. business, like growing somewhere. I could just see them going, hey, we gotta yeah. do something. Like Christmas is coming. We gotta get out of here. It's like the turkeys that don't get picked. They're like, yes. <laughs> uh, thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love our sober listeners. Thank you for holding our hair back and driving us home. Drunk texting is literally the only sport I'm good at. I'm not a boxer, that's for sure. Uh, hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Play FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are on Facebook Live, on Trending Now app, on in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, and nationally on On The Rocks uh, radio show Facebook page, Universal Broadcasting Network, and of course, Bear World Magazine. Check Bear out World my, Magazine? Bears are into you, Alex. Oh my I have to God. say. I've been, I was walking down a street in Vancouver, and I, w I heard somebody yell bear, and I looked around going, where is there a bear on <laughs> oh, the street of Vancouver? But and they were talking about me. You're you're a wolf. You're like a you're you're like a bear wolf. A bear wolf. Bear wolf. 
Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, you're like a bear wolf. Okay. Um, but we're, we're very big in Bear World Magazine. <laughs> uh, especially my movie news column, because they don't censor what I say, so I'm pretty sassy in my column. Uh, this week, Hugh Jackman squashes gay rumors by announcing he's embarking on an, a worldwide tour singing show tunes and dancing. Yeah. With chorus boys. <clears throat> Way to go, Hugh Jackman. Uh, also, Chris Evans may not be saying goodbye to Captain America if rumors are true, but Sylvester Stallone is saying goodbye to Rocky. Uh, Creed 2, which did pretty well. I just well saw it. Oh, it did really well at the box office. It's really good. I re I'm really, I really enjoyed it. But the biggest thing is uh, the, the the homage to the original is that they threw in a lot of a lot of that stuff. But nothing can top the original Rocky. That's but well, you know, Stallone was supposed to direct Creed too, and mm. then halfway like through the actual like pre-production process, uh, it was an amicable split. But he he did not direct that right. film. Right. Mm. Right. You could tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will see Creed 2 for Michael B. Jordan. <coughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, for our audio listeners, you can check out the video uh, stream on Facebook on the Rocks Radio Show, like I said. YouTube, give us some clicks on YouTube because I'm still not promoting it well, but it's out there. And, of course, the Now Trending app has all of our videos for free, so download that today. Mama Rose is in the chat room on UBNRadio.com and I just Facebook. met her. I just She's met her. fabulous, right? Wonderful. She's amazing. She put on lipstick and brushed her hair today. I was so glad. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm meeting Alex Panovic. I'm like, calm down, Mom. Although, like, you as, like, because like, she's a cougar, you as, like, a stepdad, that would be so what? weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> what? You know what's funny about that is that when your mom walked in the room, I was like, I can hit that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's no ooh. She's a beautiful I'm woman. Like, oh, my God. Hey, say what like you that. want. I, oh I my think God. your mom is amazing. She's very she's short. Amazing. You're very tall. I don't think it would work. <laughs> I think it'll work, son. What? <laughs> I'm excited and turned off at the same time. It's so weird to me. Anyway, ask say me your it, questions. Say it, say it, say it, say it, daddy. Say daddy. No, okay. Oh, I have said it. Believe me. I think after the show, when we were in the green room, I think I said it. Oh, daddy. Pour oh, some sugar. Anyway, uh, but please keep her busy. Um, she has a bottle of vodka next to her. I don't need her drunk decorating. The last gingerbread house that she did, a uh, Department of Health shut it down and condemned it because it was so awful. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, but if it's a really good question from the chat room, she will text me. We'll answer it here on the show. Love Kurt. It. Hello, Kurt. Hey, hey buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, it's buddy. It's be a good show. Yes, yes, yes. Do you have a pun? You're so punny. I always have a pun. Yeah, there's a pun coming? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. Make it no, fast, No Kurt. pun intended. Yeah. Mm. I love yeah. this guy. Um, oh, God. Help us. What is a uh, shoe repairman's favorite dessert? Uh, oh, peach cobbler. Cobbler, yeah. Oh. That's really bad, Kurt. Yeah. If I can get it, it's really bad. Yeah, there should uh, not have been a laugh track on no, that he, one. No, he does that, but for me, I get crickets. <laughs> yeah. There it is. We had Joanne Worley come in with her own sound machine. She gave me a lot of crickets, too. Oh I was like, God, oh, thanks, hilarious. Joanne. Uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook On The Rocks Radio Show. Uh, like I said, subscribe to us on YouTube. Go to ontherocksradioshow.com for everything. All of our links are there. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris. I don't care. I will show up. Info at ontherocksradioshow.com. My new national TV talk show, Glitter Bomb, is currently broadcasting over 22 million homes in the nation. We were covered in People Magazine, and we are one of the must-watch shows on New Now Next. Tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't know what channel we are uh, in your city? Go to latv.com slash schedule to find out because we are in every city. And for all of you who said, I don't have cable because you're a millennial and said you couldn't watch it, well, I got news for you. Today, Glitter Bomb premiered on Facebook Watch and we will be bringing you the best of Glitter Bomb with different segments each week. Let's take a look at what to expect on Facebook Watch on Glitter Bomb.
she tells a story. What exactly is an influencer? So if I tell you, you gotta get this, and you get it, then I'm influencing you. What is MJ or Jen's biggest pet peeve that drives them crazy? Oh, oh I didn't to do that. It's Hollywood's fault of the other way around that they're not gonna cast a transgender actor to play a character that's not transgender right now. Cheating is disgusting no matter what. Happen. And that's how you end the segment. <laughs> so much for Facebook Watch. Oh, okay. Look how good you look, Alex. I, they put me in color. I hate it. You hate it? You look I fantastic. Yeah, you black. I've noticed that. You look fantastic. I like thank you. you in color. Well, thank you to Men's Warehouse. They actually did all of our outfits. 13 episodes, three looks for three guys, and all different shapes and sizes. That's great. No, you you look great in that, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, season one is in the can. It's still broadcasting, but we're going to be releasing all of that. And there's much more glitter bomb to come, so thank you very much. Uh, what's coming up? Saturday, December 22nd, I will be at the Eagle in Long Beach. Get on your leather. Um, I'm hosting a fundraiser for the California Fire Fund and the victims of the wildfires, except for the Kardashians. Uh, music, food, drinks, and dancers. It starts at 8 p.m. at the Eagle in Long Beach. Also, New Year's Eve, make your travel plans. I am partnering with Now Trending App at Flix Nightclub in San Diego, where I will be counting down the top music videos from 2017 with booze. Uh, and you get to dance along with the music video, so I'm really excited. Go to Now Trending App for more information. Come out for the weekend. I'll be partying up a storm and be roaming the streets New Year's Day, the day after. God knows. Uh, coming up on the rocks. Shame. Yes. Shame. Well, sachet of shame. Sachet of shame. Sachet of shame. <laughs> uh, coming up on the rocks. Multiple <laughs> Emmy nominee Mindy Sterling from the Goldbergs, Austin Powers, and my Carly stops by with Broadway's Arnisha Walker. Uh, Arnisha was in Broadway's The Wiz and Dreamgirls. She's the only actress to have played all three parts. Uh, in Dreamgirls, and she's amazing, and she's she's back at it. Uh, she's on Dynasty this season, too. We also have the hot Michael Evans bailing from CW's new drama with Tay Diggs, All-American. We also have Tracy Toms. We loved her in Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof, The Devil Wears Prada, and the movie musical version of Rent. She was in Falsettos on Broadway, and she has so many stories to tell. I can't even begin to tell you the stories that I heard over Palm Springs Pride. <clears throat> Let me formally introduce my bestie for tonight. Casey Kitchen Hello. is a senior publicist specializing in entertainment public relations, born in Miami and raised in Atlanta. What? I uh, don't know that. Because I care. I listen, Alex. Uh, she got her first taste of it's entertainment. It's all about me. <laughs> You're even looking at yourself. It's like, my name is I mean, gorgeous. Sometimes it is. <laughs> um, Casey uh, got her start as a dancer and an actress. Uh, and her love of performing carried her to New York and London uh, before she came to L.A. in 2009. And before she take, taking the leap into public relations, she became, and I don't know, Alex, if you knew this, became very close to her career with the FBI as a communications liaison for the behavior analysis unit. What? You never told me that. Because you don't ask questions. Oh, shade. You never told me that. <laughs> Here's the thing. like Mental For note. the FBI, number one, you are too beautiful to work for the FBI. No kidding. All those nerdy FBI guys wouldn't be able to be like, uh, 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 uh. Exactly. Well, and some of the FBI girls, we've seen how they dress, right. let's be honest. But like, you could never even go undercover. You'd be like, yeah, I'm yeah. on the streets undercover. No, girl. No, everyone notices we you. We all know you. Yes. Like, you'll just walk by. Yes. It's like, whatever she does, I want to know what's going on with her. Uh, prior to her joining Icon PR, she served as a senior publicist at 
at Pinnacle Public Relations, an east-to-west collective spearheading campaigns for a myriad of talent across the realms of film and television. She has uh, achieved great success for her clients in the acquisition of press spanning from print and digital, uh, radio, broadcast interviews, everything. Uh, she goes beyond the traditional PR by implementing an artistic strategy uh, that is uniquely catered to each individual client. Amazing. Uh, she's so amazing. She's been a longtime friend of On the Rocks, has sent us uh, some of her most fun uh, talent, including uh, J. Sue Park, Jen Line. We love Jen Line, uh, and the team behind Tiger, and many, many more. And I have more, a feeling. More Please welcome Casey. I, I, yeah. Hey, Casey. But I have a feeling that whole thing was about me getting to pay you more. Because that was oh, an amazing resume. Did you say pay you more? Or oh, pay me more. Stress on the pay. Tap on the earphones three times. Oh, you guys, this is so funny. He's Casey so asked. Mean <laughs> Casey asked, "How do these headphones work?" And Alex, he's like, "Tap it five times." And Casey's like, "One, two, three. And then it finally hit. No, nope, this by, is how they work. By the third one, I was like, "You're a jerk." <laughs> okay, Such but Alex, jerk. you you play around with people, so I've seen I your do. Instagram. But I you guys do. have to follow uh, follow Alex on Instagram. Like you scare your your makeup people, like yeah, you I bite do. them. Like yeah, what's right. happening? Tell people. me you have footage. I don't bite. I just I just do a little scare. We've thing. had a couple conversations about the biting. Yeah. As his publicist. Some I people wouldn't complain. Like <laughs> Colleen and Lori, I know you're watching. <laughs> wouldn't complain about a little a little nibble. But, uh, but I do there. I do like scaring people and, and it's 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 come back with like a couple slaps and then and I've recorded it and it's kinda of funny. But I do, I do love having a good time on set. You well, did it on breakfast television most recently. I did do on it on live TV. On live TV, and I did. Frightened the poor. It host. was so good. It was that, so like, good. Scared, I, I like to be scared, but I like to know when I'm going to be scared. Yeah, it's so no, it's ridiculous. not going to happen. It, it's you, like don't throw me a know. surprise party. You'll never know. Like tell me about the surprise party. No. So I can be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, but Casey, I have to know in today's roles in entertainment, so many titles are changing like agents are now managers and managers mm -hmm. are agents what is the role of a publicist today and i know you have a special <laughs> hands-on yeah but what would you consider like what your role is in this whole ever-changing industry well it's it's really it's um it's it's a synergistic relationship between the agent the manager and the publicist but you know the agency managers pretty much procure the work and then as a publicist you know it's our job to keep them relevant to build a brand for them um, you know, if, if they're if they need to be liaised with certain philanthropic things that they're passionate about, but it's really about like you know keeping them relevant, putting them out there, and finding ways to you know continually reinvent them. Um, and then ultimately, in doing that, you know, it helps to you know it helps them in booking jobs. And as they book more jobs, we have more to talk about. So and the communication like that we, uh, her and I have, especially yeah. of just you know what's the game plan? What what can we do to kind of just get the word out? Yeah. Um, that's what I love. Like we have some great communication of, of figuring out game plan. And so, so and it's always fun. That was that's the biggest thing yeah. why I love working <laughs> with her because it's always fun and we always figure out a way to to find the ways that make it fun. So it's great. Well, plus as an actor, you're busy going and you have been so busy for the last couple of years you're literally going from project to project to appearance you don't know what's happening out in the media right. you're not able to like watch the morning programs you don't know what what the theme is out there you don't know what the energy is and so you really depend on on somebody like Casey to like keep you like this is what this yeah. is what people no, are doing now I they're mean, not biting people on morning <laughs> programs that's true that's true but when, when we did comic-con <coughs> last year comic-con was you know she put everything together and I was just showing up and everything that I showed up to do to do all the interviews and we had a bunch of interviews that we didn't do yeah. but it was the she picked the right ones and people that would gel with me and I would gel with them and that that's what I, all I care about is making sure that that it kind of moves forward comic-con is getting better and better yeah. every single year it's getting bigger and bigger 
they're becoming more popular than the Academy Awards. I mean, everybody is at Comic-Con. Even people not in the sci-fi fantasy yeah. world are still wanting to go to Comic-Con. It's like, Meryl Streep, out. You're not. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you can't get in. No, sorry, Meryl. <laughs> uh, um, okay, I want to formally reintroduce Alex to to, uh, to our listeners. Also, uh, listeners, I'm going to be giving you the phone number that you can call in. It's actually a Skype phone number, too. So if you want to Skype and you want to be on video, uh, you can do that as well. But I have Let's all of you. your questions uh, that we're going to be asking. And we're going to mix in uh, some clips that I have. We're going to be mixing in some, some open topics. Making his return to On the Rocks, born in Canada. Van Helsing star Alex Ponovic knew from an early age that he was destined to tell stories, whether it was with his fist as an amateur boxing champion, with his instrument as a musician, we have some music video, by the oh, way, geez. or in the truest form of storytelling, which is acting, he's a descendant of three champion boxers, um, and it is no surprise that he first acquired his first taste of success in the boxing ring, that drive and determination coupled with his love of living on the edge, uh, including running with the Bulls in Pamplona, by the way, has led to a successful career as a stunt actor, um, and uh, though he was gifted in his physical ability, Abilities. He was also a man of the arts. He is a renaissance man, which makes him so likable and so sexy, allegedly. Uh, he exercised his love. He became a member of a rock band where he was quote-unquote discovered while performing on stage. It was then uh, there he was asked to audition for the HBO movie Heads. And as fate would have it, uh, he landed his first acting role, set forth to take Hollywood by storm. I'm sure the rest of your band members are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they have renamed the band from Heads. Now they're called Feet. That just shows you where they are in the scope of life. <laughs> Uh, Alex is known, he transforms himself completely into each character he plays, uh, whether it's a deve developmentally disabled man accused of murder and personal effects with Kathy Bates, Ashton Kutcher, Michelle Pfeiffer, or as an overzealous karate dad opposite Tom Hardy, and this means war, a scene I have watched over and over and over. <laughs> uh, his recent credits include the feature film Freaks with Bruce Dern and Emile Hirsch. Uh, Emile Hirsch is such a great actor oh at such God. a young age to have that scope of acting. Uh, Siberia with Keanu Reeves, by the way, and upcoming, and we're going to play the trailer you're in the trailer and i got so excited uh cold pursuit with liam neeson uh which comes out february 2019 he also started as winter opposite andy circus in the summer blockbuster war for planet of the apes and we're going to take a look at some of that uh of that green screen capture because uh, that process is right. mind-boggling uh, as well as indie features numb uh, and volition he has appeared in numerous television series such as the zoo get shorty motive supernatural uh, they love him on supernatural we love him super supernatural uh continuum i zombie the 100 once upon a time and Smallville, amongst many, many others. Currently, of course, stars is the no-nonsense, I love when I see that, no-nonsense vampire Julius in sci-fi's hit series Van Helsing, which returned for its third season on October 5th, a show that is continually evolving. He also uh, will be reoccurring on TNT's new drama, Snowpiercer. If you guys have not seen Snowpiercer, it is the strangest movie I've ever seen and the most <laughs> captivating. You don't know what the hell you're watching, yeah. but you know you're watching something big. Right. Uh, Octavia Spencer was in the film. Yep. Tilda. Um, Sw Swanson, Swanson. Swanson. I can never. I always. I always pause so that somebody else can say the last name. I call her Swinton Swanson, but yeah. it's Swinton. Swinton. Yes, there she is in it. Uh, of course, Chris Evans is in it, and so TNT's uh, done a show with Jennifer Conley, by the way, which Alex has been, uh, if you've been following it, his Instagram has been filming, uh, and that's going to come out this next year. Please welcome back Alex Ponovic. Yeah. That is called a setup. <laughs> well, we, can... we got questions, we got questions. <laughs> if you want to call in with your questions, the number is 323-284-7826. Again, that's 323-284-7826. And if you're internationally, I don't know in international codes or anything, I can barely 
drunk dial my ex-boyfriends <laughs> when I'm drunk. <laughs> uh, but give us a call. We have your questions from Twitter, from Instagram, from email. Uh, like I said, keep it clean. Um, did keep we still it. have the, the, that keep color? Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Well, Come on. <laughs> to begin with. So I want to do an open topic with you guys. And I reported it uh, this week in Barrel Magazine. This is just an open topic. And then we're going to get into specific questions. Uh, the British Film uh, Institute has stated it will no longer fund films that show a villain who has a facial deformity, such mm. as the Joker, such as, and uh, it's in solidarity with people with facial deformities or scars. And the hashtag for the campaign is hashtag I'm not your villain. I guess they won't be funding any Joker movies. It's like, okay, well then do I not fund a movie because they show Latinos as maids or I have black hair? I mean, that is, is a that the trip. weirdest thing? I've never heard of that. I thought it was a joke in my the whole, onion, by the my way. My whole career is built on scars. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Lion King. Guess can't have scar. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Sorry, Beyonce. This is taking political correctness, in my opinion. It's to the next level. It's not, you're like, you look at somebody with a facial scar, and you're like, oh, that's a villain. It's It adds to the character. And I know, Alex, you've been in so many different makeup yeah. setups with, with facial. Listen, man, I, I think, I, I talk about this a lot. Um, I think... Scars, emotional or physical scars in general, are such a storytelling thing of like, this person has been through something, they've been through some kind of adversity, and they're in this position. And I don't think villains are villains. I think they, they're they just people that go through that much more to get what they want. So it, regardless of what end of the spectrum it is, yeah, and villains, and you've seen, you know, leads, good quote-unquote good guys have scars but the idea of of the stories that it tells where do they come from what what experiences have have they had to lead them here i think those are all interesting if you have you know a, a straight road paved that's not an interesting life and at the end of the day you're lying and lying in your deathbed and you're like i just took one road to to get here you want hills and valleys you want some obstruction in there you want it you want the scars so you have something that you know you live for so i i think i think that takes it to a different level that I'm not really, I don't buy. I don't buy. That's a really good point, too, that people with scars have, have overcome something and it's built that personality mm -hmm. and that strength. And I always see villains as as the strong ones because they have to fight everybody. Right, mm -hmm. right, What we're right. seeing from, from, uh, from Julius, it's like, What's a villain now? We right. don't know. Right, right. And I and like even in in Dirk Gently, we had we put some scars in there that I really enjoyed because it shows that he went through something and he there was some kind of battle there and then he survived it. So that kind of stuff, I you know, I I, I think it, it it more of a tribute than it is mm -hmm. you know a, a deficiency. So. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't it's really get it. It's just such a weird campaign with everything else going on. This is what we're <laughs> yeah, doing. Right yeah, now? that's the campaign. Yeah. Right? yeah. What do you think, Case? I don't know. I think it. It kind of. It defeats the purpose. It. It scars are supposed to be. It's. It's, it's a symbol of strength. And yeah. I think it, it, it kind of, I But it's just know. taking it, because then people with black hair will be like, oh, well, that villain has black hair. No Snape. <laughs> Sorry, Snape. Oh, I uh, love Snape. Oh, yeah, right. oh Alan Rickman. Oh, with love, actually. Uh, played every oh Christmas. It just God. tears my heart open. Uh, Kelly Fisk is watching us from Australia. Lori uh, will be calling in. Katie Lester is staying up in the UK. Love it. Of course, Colleen is, is, is up as well. But you dealt with bullying as a kid, too, right? Well, yeah. You know what? Here's, here's the thing. I've dealt with bullying, and I've dealt with actually being a bully. And yeah, absolutely. 
Like you were? Yeah, definitely. Alex. I, and this is the way I look at it. When he you bites people. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> this is a surprise. Yeah, that's playing with. But, like, yeah. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. Like, like, I, you know, I've always been a big dude, and when I, you know, there's humor in me that I feel like, you know, I'm a big dude, and and I see a smaller guy, and I'm like, oh, and just want to have fun, and I'll pick him up, and we'll just. But to to that person, it's not it's right. not fun. But I don't know that. Like, I'm very much in a like very kinetic kind of physical thing. And all of a sudden, I feel like, you know, he feels like that he's being, being bullied. But my intention wasn't there. But I, I'm not going to disrespect what he felt. So the ideas of, of, of not really understanding or not really taking on the, the I, I guess, the energy of the other person, is so just, it's just something to go through. It's just something to, to go. Like, I've had to take off, you know, pain of some sort of the way I grew up onto somebody else so it wasn't on me anymore it wasn't necessarily about that person so when I do my anti-bullying campaign it's literally like to stop the bully it, it, it I, I think it's great to 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 like nurture the victim and try to like help them through that but it starts at the bully so if we can fix the bully if we can right. like get that conversation going first there won't be a victim and I've been on both ends of it so um, it, it's, it's something that I'm passionate about because I remember these little moments that a person that quote unquote bullied me that I'll never forget, like in grade five, but that person don't, doesn't even remember it because it wasn't something that they were trying to hurt me for. It was something that they had that they had to get off. Well, and they ended up replacing you in the band head. <laughs> what, what band head? I don't. What? No, oh no, that was for the film. That was, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, I'm what, like, what, was what, I in a band that I not know about? What was the name that's of that how band that you are? That's how good you are with research. I'm so convinced that I'm, that I'm questioning myself of what band I'm in. What was the name of of the band that you were in? It started out as as. Uh, Oh, you're going to love this. So yeah. it started out as misbehaving, and then we switched to uh, Specula Black because it was all metal. Where's the camera? It was all metal. And then Who's Your Daddy? No way! Oh, my God. I'm going to get so many fan emails. Yeah, Who's Your Daddy was our, was our like, uh, we played a lot of Top 40 cover bars, and it was so much fun. Okay, so I know you have tons of girl fans all over the world, literally all over the world. You are so great when you meet them live at, at your Comic-Cons. You're one of the most giving uh, presences that I've come across, that it's genuine. It's not like, okay, it's fan time. I want to be popular with the fans. <laughs> it's a genuine uh, nicety that you have. The minute you walked in here for the very first uh, appearance on On the Rocks, it was palpable. You are a very genuine person. I think that comes from you being super close to your parents, especially your, your mom. You're Definitely. a mama's boy. Yeah, I'm totally a mama's Me boy. Me too. But also, I also like I remember meeting people that that I looked up to. And the moment they, they just glanced at me or looked at me and gave me a little bit of attention, I'll never forget that. Because that like I was like five years old when I met one of the Jets. And I was like, oh, my God, he looked right at me and we're talking to me. And to him, it's just him living his life. And I'll never forget it. He forgets it in a heartbeat, but it, but if you're caring and giving, I want to give that people the people that think of me in that way in some sort of way just a little piece of what I remember in those days, and and I I genuinely love it when somebody lights up that hey I, like we were at the fights on the weekend and they were like hey I, I love your show he's from England because Tyson Fury is from from Britain and he just loved Van Helsing and I couldn't help but like jam with him buy him a drink I just love that you love it you know those kind of things I, I just really enjoy now at what point in your career did you start to realize that you were having some pretty diehard fans um I don't I don't know if I I, I think it was just like the small growth of you know people wanting to connect and it started out of just people contacting me or tweeting with me and then I answer them and then it became this growth and one of my 
best friends in the world, Tom Opanikit, who was who's one of the leads on Battlestar Galactica, and then Dollhouse after that. He's one of my best friends, and you know him and I having these little Twitter fun things back and forth, and then their fans jump on, and then they get to know me. So that, that I don't know, it's, it it just kind of grew into this thing where I just really enjoyed kind of conversing with people from all over the world. Uh, well, I think we have a call right now. Oh. Who is it? Hello, caller. You're on Other Rocks Radio Show. Oh, I have a feeling it's Colleen. It's a 204. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, hey, Colleen. Colleen. Colleen, what time is it where you're at? Uh, it's 933. Oh, oh it's, that's yeah. not too that's bad. That's not bad at all. That's not too bad. How are you, Colleen? I'm good. Colleen, yeah. Colleen, you are one of my favorite people of all time. You know that, right? Yes, I love you too, Namu. Yeah. Don't tell that to Lori. She's like, she's ripping up the picture she just threw of you. <laughs> Colleen, I met Colleen at uh, the Win- Winnipeg Comic Con, and she came up, and we, we instantly kind of gelled. She, I think you were a little nervous at first, right? Yes. Yeah, and then we, I made sure that we, you know, we got a picture, we hugged it out, and then I met her again with your mom, didn't I? Yes. And where, what, what was that for again? Lori's, um, Lori's uh, picture. Um, Lori's picture. That you signed. Yeah, I signed Lori's painting that was sent to Colleen and that I was going to be in Winnipeg. So I met her at a coffee shop, her and her mom, and I signed signed this picture and we That's hugged crazy. it out. We hugged it out and had a nice picture and, and it was uh it was awesome. You're you're I love I love your correspondence on Twitter and, and the f- the people that you guys have con- converse with and the friends that you've had. Colleen, you're one of the best. Well, me and me and Lori three hours tonight about you. Just so you know. <laughs> what? Say that again? We talked for three hours tonight about you, just so you know. Okay. That's normal. Except, Colleen, keep your mom away from Alex because he's a mom hunter. <laughs> Not only is he a <laughs> Van Helsing the spinoff, mom hunter. <laughs> oh, my God, mom hunter. Oh, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. That's going to start a whole new Cuddle Puddle Nation. Hashtag mom hunter. <laughs> Colleen, do you, have, do you have a question for Alex? I do. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm right now. Yeah. Um, if you, oh dear, if there was a plot line that you could write for Julius, what would it be? That's a good one. If there's a plot line I could write for Julius, what would it be? That is a good one. I really love what they've done. Like, I didn't expect, um, the stuff that they wrote for this season in the last episode I really love. You're going to love the next episode. Um... I, I like that idea of the way Julius is going in in this um, saving kind of momentum that he has. Um, I love the idea of a love interest and the, the possibilities of where that could go. Um, I, I, I Sign me up. So you're in. <laughs> you're in. That's going to be a long audition line, girl. <laughs> <laughs> your, your first choice. Um, I, I don't know. Like the, what these guys have been doing has been pretty like on point with what, what, um, what I've always kind of wanted to do. Like they wrote in the box, the 1936 boxing episode and me beside my mom in, in the bed. And I just thought like, this is exactly the kind of stuff that I would like. And they just took it to another level. And, you know, um, Neil Abute and Jonathan Walker and, you know, Simon Barry in the first season and, and Jeremy Smith and, and Matt Venables, all these amazing, Kathy, um, sorry, Jackie May, like all these amazing, amazing writers that wrote for me um, and stuff that I never thought I would be able to do. So I just get really excited about it and and I can't wait to, to hopefully, hopefully we get a season four and I get to play a little bit more. Colleen, thank you so much for, for calling in. 
Thank you. Love hey, you, Alex. Colleen, <laughs> call, Colleen, Colleen, make sure to tweet and send a picture of us again. Okay, I per- will. Perfect. I'll see you later. Thank you, Colleen. Bye. Bye. Uh, and thanks for staying up to watch us. Um, so I want uh, I want to play the clip from that 1936 episode. Yeah. What I loved about this is that we got to see Julius in such a different way. And I know about your relationship with your mom, which right. which which we talked about. And I thought this was such a great way for you not only to showcase uh, your acting ability on a whole different level. We got to see more of the character. Um, and we got to see a little uh, emotion from your real life. So mm. let's take a look. Um, this is from uh, season two, actually. I know I'm lying on payments, but please just give me a few more days. Oh, oh God, I forgot. <laughs> everything with me. Mother Agatha, she's all that I got. Please, please give me one more chance. Mr. Romanski, I have given you chance after chance, and you have failed your mother every time. Don't say that. If your account is not paid in full by tomorrow morning, your mother will be discharged to your care. There's got to be something. There is always something. I will pray for your mother's eternal soul. Okay, so uh, so touching. But I want to know, as an actor, because that's a pretty different scene than than what you had had on the show. Mm-hmm. When it's like, okay, we're filming this scene today. As an actor in your trailer, you're like, it's such your whole mindset and acting style has to be in a whole different place. Um, and this was actually um, a question that we got. Um, you play so many different characters; some of them get pretty dark. Mm-hmm. When you have to prepare for a really dark character or a scene like this. Um, how do you prepare yourself? How do you get in that mind space? Do you have like a ritual that you do? Is it a warm-up session? What is it that you're doing? Well, there's definitely a physical and, uh, and, and uh, yeah, it's definitely a physical warm-up, getting my body involved in, in getting loose and part of my voice and a vocal warm-up. <clears throat> but I think, like, I, I'm a visceral, emotional actor. Like, I have friends that are more heady and they really dissect the roles and kind of like, you know, write out the, 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 almost like a formula. And I think that's amazing. And I wish I could do that too. But I realized later on in my career that I'm way more an emotional actor and I needed some emotional triggers. And, and so I find little things within my own life that can contribute into how I can tell the story, which makes it more authentic for me. I, I kind of, and that's what I think, that's what I talk about the scars aspect of it is like I, I have that, I have this toolbox within me that I need to access. And, you know, working with Larry Moss, who's one of the, you know, most amazing acting 
coaches in the world. And, and in Vancouver, there's an amazing school called uh, Railtown that used to be Lyric and John Cassini, K. Trois. They're amazing, amazing um, teachers that that allowed me to tap into those those little toolbox, their little tools in the toolbox moments, and and being okay with pulling that memory out or that experience out or what ifs out. Um, and so that was that was one of those where you know like you know saying goodbye to my mom. No, you know, so it's tough. Well, and it's it's what you what you're describing is almost like boxing. I, I would imagine, not right. like I know, but like you train, you have to take care of yourself, uh, like physically, mentally. You have to prepare for the game. Mm -hmm. um, you have to keep to a pretty strict regimen. Did you call but box? Then, did you just call boxing a game? That was adorable. It's a mental game. It's so adorable that you called it. a It's game. a match. Yeah. Okay, it's a match. But I thought you my, would. My if, voice even went lower. It's if, a match, if match. anyone would enjoy boxing, it would be you because they they, they I'm a football they, guy. They fight for a purse. <laughs> <laughs> in a ring, <laughs> and they get a belt at the end. So I, if there's like anyone, is there anyone that would enjoy boxing? It would be you. you know, uh, boxing actually <clears throat> makes me nervous because it's like they're literally just there to hit each other. I love football. Yeah, the pants, but right. also like there's some strategy. Right. But but like with there's strategy acting, in boxing. What does that no, mean? No, I know. But here and here's here's where I'm going okay. with it. When you have a scene, yeah. you never know what's actually going to happen when you starting. You get in that headspace. Exactly. But you've done all the preparation in a very strict way. You've done the workouts you've done the practice matches amazing you're so <laughs> adorable go ahead i want to hear what you say uh, but then once you get in the ring you don't know what the other person's going to do that energy having the audience there and that heartbeat you can't control what that's going to be and this and you're right boxing plays a huge role because i did a i did a um a play called danny in the deep blue sea and it was a two-hander and it was my very first play and i did it with an amazing actress Lori triolo who who had Years of years of experience, and I just felt like a fish out of water. And then I remember, so you know, we were going through all the rehearsals. I felt good and comfortable, and I, you know, I was doing my thing, still stressed out. And then on opening night, I can hear like the audience, and it's like we were rehearsing in that place, in that space, and all of a sudden now it's thick with energy, and my heart started going crazy. My anxiety started going up. I'm like, I mean, we're, we're like 45 minutes away from the show and I can't. And then I realized, I was like, oh my God, this is what it's like right before a fight. So I started breathing just like before a fight. I started shadow boxing. I brought everything down. And then the one sentence that made, made it all work was, no one's going to punch me in the head out there. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the critics might. The critics might, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it really helped with, with performing up there and and it, do, it does with everything, with auditions, big auditions, you know, getting nervous before the audition. And, and boxing's been a huge, huge part of my life. And it's not, I, for me personally, I know maybe other people that have grown up with boxing in a certain way, it's never been about the other person. It was never about hurting the other right. person. It's like, how can, I, how can I do this move to make you do this where I can connect back and forth? It was never an anger thing with me. It was literally a chess match with me. And, and that's what I enjoyed about boxing. That's what my, my dad gave me. For sure. Uh, that question about getting in that mind space was from Katie Lester. Um, she also wants to know. I like Katie. Kate, you know what? Katie is. She's from Jersey, right? She, no, she's from England, I think. Okay. Yeah, she's probably one of the most dedicated fans, not only of the show, but just when she when she loves performances uh, of certain actors. Michael Eklund is her her favorite, and 
And she's just such a diehard fan and, and really supportive of not only – she started the, the, the hashtag Renew Van Helsing. Okay. Um, she's just a, she's just a great fan, and I really appreciate her. Uh, yes, she is from UK. Uh, Mona Pear is from Jersey. She's watching. Keza from Australia says hi Mona. to Alex. Jen Lyon is watching. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Filming Clause 3. I would give anything to go visit them while they're filming. I can't even imagine what kind of fun uh, that they have. <laughs> just to give that phone number again. Kurt, can you give the phone number again? Kurt, come on. It's 323-284-7826. Oh, we have another phone call. Oh, let's, let's do it. Let's take this other phone call. Hello, you're on the Rocks Hello. Radio Show. Hey, girl. Or guy. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who's this? That was the worst okay, test. Hi, it's Laurie from the UK. <laughs> Who is this? It's Laurie. Laurie! Laurie? She passed out. She was so excited. Or, she, or she's knockered. Laurie, are you still there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Are you drunk? <laughs> Little yeah, bit. No, I'm not drunk. Come on, you can't. You have little to bit, be. Little bit, little bit, not a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean. I am the worst at accents tonight. Oh my god. Hi, Laurie. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I can't hear you very well. It's not a very good signal. Sorry, um, but hey, listen. I saw that. Didn't you just draw something up really quick uh, with with on, on Insta stories? Yeah, like yeah, like when I was chatting to Colin. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you for so much for doing that. And and um, we just talked to Colleen, so now it's your turn. It's awesome. I know. I've got a question. Yes. Shoot. Go ahead. Who, who's your favorite hero and why? Who's your, who's your favorite what? Who's your favorite superhero and why? Superhero. Super yes. My favorite superhero and why. Yeah, it's so funny. I was just asked this on an interview. I really don't have one. I don't have a favorite superhero. I lied. Oh, there's got to be one. There is one. Um, there's this amazing show called um, On the Rocks, and this superhero, <laughs> Alexander, I, I cannot get enough of his superpowers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what would my superpower be? Drinking? Yeah. I don't think that's a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, you know, the, I, I don't know. Everyone says Superman. I love Superman just because he, he can do it all. He can, I mean, when I saw Superman and Batman, I'm like, are you serious? Like, Batman's just a rich guy in a suit. Yeah, Superman, that's literally what he is. That's it. And yeah. so Superman is, is, is the dude for me. And Henry Cavill. And, and right, and have uh, mustache, no mustache. Who cares? Just yeah. get him in there. He's exactly. going to be the new Bond, you guys. <laughs> his, oh, he's the new Bond. What? Yeah, he's going. I mean, it's not listed officially, but he's been rumored and rumored and rumored, and he's probably going to be the new Bond. I wanted Is Isra. Oh, I. Idris Elba. I, Idris Elba. Elba. Uh, yeah, I wanted him. You know what's weird? Even Isra? with sorry, this vodka just, just punched me. You're such a fan. <laughs> he was just named the sexiest man alive by People Magazine, and you called him Isra. He just his vodka punched me in the head, man. <laughs> vodka. You got it, Isra. Lori, Lori, what's your what's your <laughs> what's your favorite superhero? Um, I don't know. I don't really tend superheroes. I tend to go for the villains. You yeah. go, you're more villain girl. I'm a, I'm, I'm a yeah, girl. I like Loki. Oh, Loki. Yes. That's yeah, a good I one. I cosplayed as Loki like two years ago in a Comic-Con. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, long time ago. That's awesome. Lori, uh, give out your Instagram handle for your artwork. Um, It's at uh, by Lowry, and it's L-O-W-R-I, not I Y or you know, on the end. Yeah. So it's it's art by Laurie, uh, L-O-W-R-I, but you can see her sketches. She even did a sketch for On the Rocks. Yeah, uh, she's so great. Yeah. And and what time is it there? Um, it's 
Ten to four in the morning. Oh my oh god, Lori! Oh my god, well, Lori! We have so many more questions and so much more fun. Thank you so much for calling in. Don't go to you. sleep just yet. Just call in sick to work. Tomorrow. I love you. It's I fun. love you. I love you. Oh, lovely to you both. <laughs> All right, Lori. We we love her so much. Uh, Amanda <laughs> says uh, that my superhero I, I should be accessory man. Oh yes. <laughs> and I can like kill with like tie clips. I love it. You just pop out of nowhere. Yep. It's like, I, I can't get into this bar. Like, I need a I need a tie clip. Accessory Bam. man. Uh, <laughs> a question from Carrie from the chat room. Uh, do you ever want to do a romantic role? I, I, I would love to do a ra- romantic role. Oh romantic no with Israel. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the movie's going to be Romance with Israel. Ro- romance with Israel. <laughs> Okay, no, I, I did one early in my career. Um, I helped write it. I produced it. It was called Taming Tammy, and it was really fun, but it was very early in my career, and I really want to get another shot at doing something like that again. I, I think it, it would be super fun and and uh, something that I really, yeah, I would love to do. Uh, Christina Huff Gungle, uh, at Christina underscore Gungle, G-U-N-G-L, on Twitter, um, says, would you consider portraying the role uh, of a gay man or a transgender person on screen? It's such a hot button right now. It would be dangerous for any actor from either side of the camp to, to, to do a role uh, as a gay man or as a transgender person. Uh, I, I love Christina, by the way. She's, she's been really active on Twitter and supportive. But I have no problems doing it. Like, for me, the biggest thing is story. That's the biggest thing. Like, if it, does it tell the story? Is it something that I see doing that would challenge me? Um, I have no problem doing that whatsoever. Well, but the conversation in Hollywood is going that you have to be an LGBT person to play an LGBT character, which uh, we just dealt with this on Glitter Bomb right. on Facebook Watch today. And I'm like, no, that's what acting is, is you right. act. But people are so hot about this, and I'm one of the only people from my camp saying Scarlett Johansson should have been able to play a trans person, and we shouldn't have gotten upset about it because now we've shown the movie's not going to get made, right. and we've shown A-list Hollywood that we don't want to be inclusive, we want to be exclusive, which oh, is what we've shown. Um, but the new movie with Steve Carell, I think it's called... Um, What's it called? It's based on uh, on a real person, um, but uh, Mar- Marlin or Marwin or something like that. Is Marwin, that? Yeah. I, I think it is, and it's based on a real story. Yeah. The lead actress who was in Hidden Figures, her name escapes me. She plays a, w amp- a double amputee in the film, right. and it's done by CGI. Why is nobody upset about that? Right. We're worried about gay this and gay that. It's like, okay, I, I'm gay. It's like enough with the gay talk. Let's right. get you know, yeah. I. Opportunity should be there for everybody, but that's that would be interesting because if you were to take on a role like that, I'm sure the community would would come after you. Absolutely, and I, I would be the first guy to say, you know, what what can you bring to the story? If you can tell the story and and you're in that aspect of it and 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 can tell that story, I'd be the first guy to back off. Like you're going to kill it, but if I'm brought an opportunity as an artist and an actor, I I want that opportunity. It's called acting. Yeah, I want I want to be able to tell that story and give tribute to that aspect of the of the story and so for me to want to accept accept something like that is something it's your vodka man for me to want to accept something like that is something that uh, as an actor I r- would really want to be a part of so um you know it it is what it is but I I would be the first guy to support anybody if they can tell the story and they're transgender or or you know the whole LGBT I I'm all for it I think it's amazing. Well and I don't think people are against it but it's like with the Scarlett Johansson thing cuz it's the most high profile LGBT story 
she didn't do the film. Okay, there's no other A-list trans actors right now, and that's the sad thing. That's where we need to get to, and that's what we should be focusing on. Right. Uh, okay, uh, we have some rapid-fire questions, oh courtesy boy. of Amy, at uh, BadWolf, W-O-O-L-F-E, from Twitter. Your favorite holiday tradition? My favorite holiday tradition? Um, stockings. <laughs> Be very clear. I have a very mixed audience. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas Christmas stockings with presents in them. Stuffing a good stocking. Oh, my God. Okay. Stocking stuffing. Okay. Now, how about a non-Christmas-related holiday? Non-Christmas related holiday. Yeah, like I was gonna say Fourth of July, but that's not He's really your like jam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fourth of July. <laughs> Jeez, um, I love I love Halloween. Yeah, okay, I can yeah. see you totally get into that. Yeah, uh, Shanae, uh at Nay Monique, uh, if you had to assemble a celebrity boy band, including yourself in this boy band of celebrities, who would be in it? I love this question, oh by the way. Oh, my God, what a great question. Okay, so let's slow this down you a little bit. You have to give him a number. How many? How many uh, four? Do, yeah, four. Okay, because this will go on forever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so four, four. four in my boy band? Yeah. And I'm a celebrity boy band? Yeah. Well, okay. Um. Do I have to go with like A-list celebrities or can no, I? No, no, no. Well, it's got to be Tomo. It's rapid fire, Alex. Come on. Tom, easy now. <laughs> <laughs> Tomo, um, Ed Quinn, me, Victor Webster, the big boy band. Okay, all right. Now let's throw one like A-lister in there just just to mix it up. Um, one A-lister, uh, uh, Vern Troyer. He's dead. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Is he dead? He died. <laughs> oh my God! Your vodka. Is what about your friend? You have several. friends. No, I wanted a. Sh- I wanted a small person. What? He's trying to be inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> now does it have to be a real small person? No, let's do Vern. Then. My mom's quite short. Oh, there we go. She's the lead. <laughs> no, the, the guy from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, oh yeah, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, let's yeah, get him in totally there. As, he's the lead, he's the Justin Timberlake of our band. Totally totes. <laughs> uh, Pia Hansen at Madsen twenty four. Uh, this is super rapid fire. Your lucky numbers. My lucky number twenty nine. Uh, favorite season. Oh. Fall. Fall. Okay. Role model. You. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. Fa- favorite color. Uh, blue. And a favorite role. Um, playing a publicist. <laughs> That's exciting. I could see you in a rom-com with Sandra Bullock where you play her publicist. Right? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. yeah. And like you're too big to like fit in the newsroom and like, it's just like bumbling things over. It's like Isra is here to see you. It's like, you mean interest? Yes. Oh, you pricks. Um, if you could be any Disney villain, uh, which one would it be? Uh, any Disney villain, which would I be? What, what, what's, what's the, what's the one in Lion King that was Scar. me? Scar. Yeah, I want Scar. Uh, sorry, British Film Institute will not fund that. I want Scar. Raven87 from Twitter said, if you had a chance to revisit any previous role that you've done, uh, whether it's because you would change how you played the character or add on to their story, or simply because you enjoyed the character so much, uh, what character would you pick? I think I would pick uh, the, uh, I forget his name even, um, but it was in Supernatural, the last uh uh, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna come on Twitter and say it. I, it. His name is on the tip of my tongue, the character name. But the last the last uh, supernatural that I did where I played a wrestler. 
It was great. Yeah. I really, I really love It was a really that. popular episode, too. I really love that role just because of the darkness of the character and where he was from. I would love to explore that even more in more episodes. Talking about other things, and you know, we were talking about your music, uh, there's a little clip of you doing mm -mm. a little acoustic jam. Uh-oh. I just want to take a little peek acoustic at jam? you playing uh, the guitar. Oh, yes. And doing a, doing a little uh, acoustic. Let's that's listen to a little bit of That's an original song, just so you know. Who, who wrote it? It's an original song, just so you know. He wrote it. You okay? Because it could it's... be an original song that you didn't write. Huh? Okay, let's just play the clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Saturdays at eight. <laughs> it's always been there, but with some random words you tied it up with Samson's hair. Take a look at my pride. In my den, I swallowed all these tears and stopped myself back up again. Hey, why you say it's always me? I'm no puppet, I can't count no strings. The shades do it. I'm in pain because you have set me free. Well, maybe I find my independence. I don't need you. <laughs> By the window? Yeah, no, I wear those because I'm cool. Oh. Okay. All right. So that's but if we're gonna do this, listen, no joke. If we're gonna do this, put on, put on um, Hamilton, but put on the karaoke version. Oh no! Of because we were talking about this that yeah. you're gonna, not a Hamilton fan because you've never seen singing? it. I want to do the yes. I want to do the beginning of Hamilton, the karaoke version with the lyrics though. Put the lyrics in there. <clears throat> do you have a song, or should we just do the whole it's, sound? No, it's, the, it's Ale the first one, Alexander Hamilton, with the lyrics. Yeah, this is my favorite thing ever. Guys, this is an on the rocks karaoke. James Corden, be damned. Who needs a car? <laughs> I'm such a fan of Let's this. Let's add some reverb to her. Yeah, please, please put some <laughs> reverb. Please put some reverb. There we go. Fuck this vodka. How does a bastard, orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman, <laughs> drop in the middle of a forgotten spot Ow. in the Caribbean, <laughs> providence impoverished in a squalor, grew up to be a hero and a scholar? The $10 founding father without a father got a lot farther <laughs> by working a lot harder, by being a lot smarter, by being a self-starter by 14. They placed him inside of a trading charter. <laughs> and every day while slaves were being slaughtered and caught him. Wait, uh, get his god up inside. He was longing for something to be a part of. The brother was ready to beg, steal, borrow a barter. Then a hurricane came. Devastation reigned. A man saw his future drip, dripping down the drain. Put a pencil to his temple, connected it to what? his brain. And he wrote his first refrain, a testament to his pain. When we got around, they said, this kid is insane, man. Took up a collection just to send him to the mainland. Get your education. Don't forget from which you came. And the world's going to know your name. What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. Boom! Yes! <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I swept my ass wow, off that on that good. one. That was your audition. You know, they're doing Hamilton the movie, so I that know, was your why, official audition. I'm going to send this it. to Lynn Manuel. Oh my god, Maybe send it to him. Maybe hit my head on the microphone. Did, did you great? <laughs> and then she that's... looked around like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> 
um, Alex, Samantha <laughs> Lee Tully says you need to put out a CD, and I totally I agree. Do. I totally I'll show do. Too. Hey, maybe Hugh Jackman. You could be at Hugh Jackman's understudy when he travels around the I world. Want Hugh ja- I want to be Hugh Jackman's understudy. <laughs> oh, no. Keep on going. Uh, okay. Vodka. <laughs> I don't know if you should have any. You stop. Um, Annie wants to know, uh, what is the funniest joke you know by heart? <laughs> cool. What is the funniest joke you know by heart? Uh, funniest joke I know by heart. Um, that was awesome, by the way. Funniest joke I know. So, did you? I don't know if you guys heard, but there, uh, um, Michael Phelps is missing. He is. Yeah. For real? Is this real? No, this is real. Is he with Vern Troyer? No, but he's missing. They actually have him missing because he went for a swim in the ocean, and there wasn't a wall for him to turn back on. Uh, so he just kept on going. Full of jokes. Oh, you. really? That was good, right? Thank oh, you. That was really he just, bad. There was no wall there. Who taught you that one? He, there was no wall, so he couldn't turn back. Oh, he didn't God. know what to <laughs> That was really bad. Not Even Kurtz is better than that. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you two cannot be on the same show together. Um, I want to talk about something that uh, has come you up. Know, you know, I'm, I got drunk so quickly because all you had was cheese in the freaking fridge. The, the, like, I brought you Pringles. You did give well, me Pringles. Excuse me, Diva. <laughs> I've had Academy Award winners that you will be soon. Come in and not ask for for chips and cheese. Watch. Well, <laughs> you always want snacks. I just want I didn't snacks. Know that. Look at me. Ate two cheese sticks well, yeah, and a were... Pringle and a candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> and he's had. Should I order a, a bottle pizza? of vodka? No, I'm. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've been talking about lately. You know, your career has has really uh, has is really coming together on so many different forms from TV and film. Um, that you are now able to start to say no to certain projects yeah. and you're able to kind of pick. At that point in any acting career must be such a great feeling. Um, are you still laughing at my singing? Or are you Is laughing at the microphone? Are? that uh, She might have a concussion. <laughs> She's going to sue the show. <laughs> oh, God. All right. But you're kind of turning down roles that are like the one-sided villain guy or, or like... Um, I don't. I don't know if if it's necessarily that, but I, I I am like picking and choosing a little bit more, which is a beautiful luxury. And and I don't know if it's going to be there all the time, but as of right now, it's something that I I'm really enjoying to, you know, pick and choose what I want to do. And you know, I'm getting into the producing end of it, and I'm really excited about that. Like, hopefully this year there'll be something that I can put out. And the idea, Casey and I were talking about the idea of being able to be a part of something. That 150 people are on set working because of an idea you brought yeah. them. That to me, like they're paying their mortgage, they're feeding their family, they're doing what the, they have a job because of an idea. And a, a really good friend of mine, Simon Barry, did that with Continuum, and he's such a beautiful mentor and leader. And I saw him do it the way I would want to do it, and it's been really inspiring. So to be able to turn down roles, I think that that's great. But I think going to the next level of being a part of something and giving jobs. To, to people that you're friends with that you know are just as talented as you, if not better, and and the writers and, you know, the set deck, everybody that you know are super talented that you've worked with and you can go, I want you guys all a part of this. Hopefully that's something that, that will come to fruition with me, you know, ho- uh, we're hoping within the year with a few projects that we have. Now, on a very uh, candid note, there comes a time in your career where you leave certain levels of production, mm-hmm. and that's just part of... of Going up the ladder, you know, people that used to be on soap operas, like Demi Moore used to be on soap opera, right. Dustin Hoffman. Um, you have to go through levels up up the ladder. Things are really heating up for you. Uh, the movie with Liam Neeson is coming right. out, Cold Pursuit, uh, in February. 
there's going to be more change like that where you're not going to have the time to sit and tweet all your fans or you're not going to be able to attend all the Comic-Cons mm -hmm. around the nation. Um, and there's going to be certain production budgets that are just not going to be fitting where you are career-wise. Right. That's going to be a tough moment, especially with you being such a caring person. How are you going to deal with that? You, uh, the, on, the only way I look at it is that I'm going to do what I can. And that's the only thing that I can do. So I, I, I honestly, I don't think I'll stop wanting to do independent or short films that, you know, any, I've just gotten a few scripts of people that have some amazing stories to tell that I would love to be a part of. And, you know, their first response is like, I know you're busy and then you probably don't want to do something like this, but I thought I would, I'm like, I would love to do this. I love the idea of, of creating something from the beginning, somebody's idea, and especially if it's something that I haven't done before. Um, but those moments of am I, you know, something that I want to do or am, am I not doing enough or tweeting enough, I, I feel like I'm always going to do what I can. And I think that's enough for me as opposed to as opposed to just going, I'm, I've made it at this certain level and I don't have to do that. I don't think that's going to be me. I think that's going to be something that I'm always going to want to do because the fans are the ones that brought me here. So I'm really grateful for that. Uh, Natalie Webster wants to know where you see yourself in 10 years. Natalie's awesome. Um, where do I see myself in 10 years? Um, I really, I really want to do, do roles that I want to write for myself or, or work on roles that I want to, that I'm passionate about and, and be a lead on a series to where I, I love the idea of being a host. Do you know what I mean? Like I've gone, I've been invited to shows, to shows that have been like six or seven years. And, and for instance, Supernatural is a great, great one. When you get on there, the very first time I was on there, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm, they, they were just so great, gracious. And I've been on other shows where it wasn't like that, where you're like, I don't want to give you more than uh, the job is allowing because you're not really respecting my time. That's a trend that I'm hearing more and more. I have a number of actors who have guest starred on every single major sitcom uh, and drama from Law and Order, not that Law and Order is a problem, right. but that's where it's trending to, where it's very cold set. You right. come into your job and you're out, you're out, you're out, yeah. which is, as an actor, that must be pretty lonely. Well, it's, yeah, you're going into somebody's house and when they go, yeah, come on in, and then they leave you in the foyer and you're like, what's going on? As opposed to, come on in, do you need a drink? Do you want something to eat? Like, it's one of those things and, and I feel like I don't- They have snacks for you? Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> they give me snacks. And I don't want to be a part of a show that, I just it just opens you up create, creativity, uh, creatively. <laughs> oh my God. You're loving this. I love that. Hamilton, sing along, by the way. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. Um, but, yeah, creatively, it opens you up when you know that your hosts are, are seeing you and, and appreciate you being there. And so I, I, that's what I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of something that, that when somebody comes in to do a guest star on a show that I, I want to be producing and be a part of, that they leave going, I want to do way more for these guys, and, and I love hanging out. And I feel like that's what I have with Van Helsing. They're, they're nothing but a family that we have there. And I love being a host because I'm, you know, the thir third season that we did and any guests that came in, it was like, oh, my God, you're here. This is great. And it just opens everyone up create creatively. And I love it. Uh, would you ever do a musical movie? Yes. And what? if someone would hire me, I would. So, like for Hamilton, obviously that's a musical that you want to do. Is there any other musical? Like, I think you you like Greece, right? I love Greece. I I did an air band of Greece in high school. Who would you play in Greece? Kanicki. Oh yeah. Kanicki. I could 
see that. Yeah, Kaniki. I mean, he's in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the people in Rent were like 62 prick. years old. <laughs> what a prick. That's true. But I would also do Les Mis. Oh, Yes. Who, oh. who do you think I would play? Jean Javert. Right. You know, he'd be a, because you would give right. Javert some heart. Yes. So when he sings his his suicide it. song, yeah. Yeah. it would make sense because we would have seen that gentle part of him, not Russell Crowe, right. who was like dry toast. <laughs> Even yeah. with like auto tune, <laughs> was the machine broken? And Hugh Jackman's like not gay, still not gay. <laughs> anyway, uh, Samantha wants to know if you are a Buddhist. Am I a Buddhist? Yeah. No, but I mean, I, I'm really not uh, a religious person, but I'm very much a spiritual and energy person. So I don't know if, what that means, but it's just something that if you're kind to somebody and you're you're kind to people and you're throwing that that type of energy around, then I support it. Were you ever raised in any type of religious setting? Well, kind of. It was in and out. Like I'm I'm like like a Orthodox from the Serbian side, and you know we we have we celebrate a saint saint on December nineteenth, and then we have our Christmas. The Christmas, December 25th, and we have the Orthodox Christmas, which is January 7th. So we had like three Christmases, basically. Yeah. But we, it was never this big thing throughout the year. Um, but I was definitely raised, especially by my mom, of just, you know, kindness. And, and that's all that matters, you know. Uh, what accents can you do? I can do like an Eastern European accent. Let's hear. What would you like me to say? Oh, Alex, you look very good in that suit. Okay. Come over here. <laughs> Get over here right now. I will you, you get over here. You laugh like that. I will take I will take your heart. Uh, me and Israel. Okay. Um what what other accent is like your go to? Like I do a really good job on this. I don't accent. I don't do anything else. The only thing I can do in an English accent is one little phrase is is no I mean. That's all no, I got. No I mean. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's all I got. You would be great in the Kingsman, by the way. <gasps> because the Kingsman is doing a prequel is the next film. And then Kingsman is starting as a TV series, and it's 100 years before the Kingsman that we know now. You in one of those pinstripe suits doing action stuff? I would love it. Yes. How, can, you, can you give me an English accent again? No, because... I would love to I usually it. do a really good one, and I thought, what am I going to be cast as an, as an English Mexican? Have you, have you ever seen an English Mexican? <laughs> tot tot, looks like tacos. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> God, that was so racist on so many levels. Oh my levels. God, that was so horrible. <laughs> Every little slur that I've done just now has been erased by your... Oh, God. Poor Vern. Uh, okay, so let's talk about season four of Van Helsing. Yes. Uh, we don't know what the state of Van Helsing no, is. No, we don't. Why? Well, that's just the way the season goes. That's where, where it all goes. It, the numbers come in. You know, it's a sci-fi decision. I've, I've seen shows that have had great numbers that get canceled because yeah. of somebody new that came along that wanted to open it up. All I know is that the team wants to get back together, and we're just waiting for the word. And honestly, like, the, the fans have been nothing but amazing with the hashtag Renew Van Helsing, which... which Keep it going because they, they're listening. It's not always about the numbers of, of people seeing it. They wa they watch the Twitter. They watch Instagram. So, you know, keep that stuff going because they, they understand that it's a social media type of thing. And um, and the fans have been nothing but amazing. And we're really, everyone a part of the show is really grateful for it, for sure. 
the show has just changed so much. And yeah. usually, like, when fans go for something, I know uh, we had Pollyanna McIntosh from uh, 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 The Walking Dead, and that show has changed, mm -hmm. and characters have changed wildly, just like Julius. And some fans will ride along for the change, and some just will not because it's not what they like. Right. But you can't do season after season of the same thing, Modern Family. Um, <laughs> like, you have to do something new. you got to mix it up. And it's great for the characters to stick around, too. Like, for, for me, like, if I just did... Uh, season one vampire Julius. I don't so sexy though. But I don't think I would want to be a part of it anymore because it's the same thing because it wasn't showing any emotion. It was just all about rage and I understood that and that's the way I wanted to play that role. I wanted to, I didn't want to show any emotion. It was a thirst of, for, for blood and power. That's it. Any, any kind of emotional thing just didn't make sense for him. But I don't think I could do that three or four. Oh, hey, you know who's calling me right now? Who? Caroline Ray. Are you serious? Caroline Are you Ray. serious? Caroline Ray's calling me right Say now. Say hello. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna. She's on the air. Hold on. Caroline Ray, don't 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 say anything just yet. I've got you on speakerphone because I'm doing a radio show. Oh, I'm going to say stuff about you naked. What do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> You're going to say stuff about me naked. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'm going to say stuff about you naked. Well, I did. I, I, that I'm your one true love, and that we practice for real on our sex scene. What else? So yes, Caroline Ray, I love you. So do you, so so I did a movie with Caroline Ray called Sorted Sorted Lives. Yes, I know. I actually. Pardon? Movies in a TV show. Uh -huh. Two movies in a TV show we did together, and she she requested me. I love her so much. I don't think I've loved anybody more than Caroline. She's Ray. she's awesome. And she saw she was <laughs> like the only person I was willing to do a sex scene with. Yeah, she, I was the only person she was willing to, and and also she was like, we need to make sure that the hospital gown is separated so we can see his butt. Correct. <laughs> that's her screensaver. That's her. That's her screensaver. <laughs> It's, wow, wow, it's such great timing. Can you can you guys excuse us for a second? I'm going to talk to Caroline Ray. Talk amongst yourself. <laughs> Hi, how are you? So rude. I'm on a radio. <laughs> I'm on a radio show in Los Angeles right now. Can you come see me afterwards? Yeah. Oh my God! What's the address, Caroline? <laughs> We're all coming over. <laughs> it's literally a live. It's a live television or a radio show right now. That's that's on right now. Okay, why am I not on it? That's really the question. You're doing it right now. <laughs> Alex would love you to be a okay. part of this. Are you kidding? Let's, let's talk out. I'll okay, call you right after it. All right. Okay, call me when you I love you. Bye. Do you know how much Bye. I love her? Like, you don't even know how much I love oh, her. Oh, I know how so much So, Sorted Lives, you know, that's very popular with, with my people. Don't yeah. short. <laughs> with my people. God, I'm going to get so many hate mail from how, so many different groups. Listen, how great was that? She had no idea. Do you know how much I love her, though? Like, I don't think you know how much I love her. I have no idea. Well, it's a lot. I did her. Game she wants show. you to come over after. What's Casey? What's that about? I don't. He doesn't talk about that stuff with me. No, it's know. it's called the casting couch. I hope you guys are working on something funny. You guys would be the funniest married couple oh my as God. spies. Can you imagine oh if you were like God. spies as a married couple? Listen, I did I did a movie with her and 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 uh, Hasselhoff. Right. Was he working craft services? <laughs> oh my God! What a prick! <laughs> Such a prick! <laughs> <laughs> so good, but but Caroline and I hit it off right away, and we became really great friends. And she invited me in to do this Sorted Lives movie, and then she was hosting this game show, yeah. and I had such a great time with it. And it was so funny because she goes like, "You'll come in, we'll do five shows in in like the day." I'm like, "This is great," and and she, and she said. Uh, she gave me a number of like, you know, we'll give you this this amount. I go, I, it doesn't matter. I'm coming in to do it. 
And so all of a sudden I get the check and I'm like, oh, it was that amount times each show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was never expecting to get paid. I just wanted to sit down and hang out with her and do the show. So it was such a surprise to even get paid for it because I would sit down with her and do anything for free. So it was a, it was an amazing time. Okay, you have to bring her on to the show next time. Okay, she's coming on. In time. She's coming on. How much on. fun would we have? Oh my we god. We would do game show segments. She like I I'm I love her. Um, I want to talk about meeting your idols. Um, I know you had the opportunity to meet uh, Ali. Yeah. Which was amazing. We actually have a picture of it. Yeah. Oh. Coming from the acting world, but then also coming from the boxing world, what did that moment mean to you? Like I, being being a part of a boxing family for so long, and it, it was it was like basically getting into his everything that he did was tongue in cheek. So he was so personable. It wasn't about his skill. His skill was the extra bit. And he was so personable, he was so loving, and, you know, he was so funny. And so it was something I emulated. I, want, I love that aspect of it and the lighthearted nature of, of, of what his career was, but his job was punching people, you know, and, and, but he made it fun. He made it this, this and he was so um, strong in his word and the things that he did. He gave up three years of his boxing career because of his because of his religion of, of not fighting for. Right, right. And, and, that, and that's a huge thing. He could have done what other people have done, which is I'll, they only want you to, to enter the army to do exhibitions, boost morale. That's all we're doing. You're never going to see any battle whatsoever. And he still said no. And three years of his prime boxing life he lost. So just as a man and as a person and what he did in the ring and, and the way he spoke – and, like, you know, if it was a football game, it would be like you, you could talk all that talk and then the team loses. There's like 12 other guys, 11 other guys. But it was him in a ring that's standing up for himself. So being able to meet somebody like that and making it tangible and feeling the greatness, in, like, you know, right next to me, uh, it just makes you feel like you can do anything. And that that was the beauty of it. That's why I love the business that I'm in, like the, these people that I find so amazing. And like, you know, I worked with Anthony Hopkins and you guys were bros sending each other uh, video messages. You know, it, it, it's great. And, and the thing, it started off with me being quite, it, I had to catch myself. My ego got in the way and I didn't want a fangirl. And so I literally went the other way. So when he got on the set and everyone's going, Mr. Hopkins coming, Mr. Hopkins. And I'm about to do a scene with him. And I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even going to give him any love. I'm not even gonna, so he comes up. He goes, "Hi, my name's Tony." And went, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> and I turned around. I was like, "Oh, you prick!" So I turned back around. I'm sorry. I'm just really overwhelmed, and I I think the world of you, and and I just don't know. And he was like, "Let's let's just go have fun." And then all of a sudden, we're improving in the scene, and I'm like, "This is exactly what it's like when I improv with my friends in acting class." There is nothing different. There is no hierarchy. There is literally him and I trying to make a scene. His work is amazing and brilliant, um, but the idea of us working together, there was no level. He just made it this very parallel thing. And those are the kind of moments where you go, you're, you feel like you can do anything. And energetically, it drops a level of insecurity. It drops a level of, you know, it, it isn't attainable. 
Um, and all these moments, that's why I love the fact, you know, anybody that wants to talk to me on Twitter and I, and I respond to them and they, they're overwhelmed by it, it literally drops you a level that you're, we're not that far apart, you know? Uh, well, and you got to fist pump uh, William Shatner, which I would drop dead. Could I mean, you that's... explain that a little bit better than what oh. you just said? <laughs> Isn't fist pump like a straight guy thing? What's a fist bump? Yes. Yeah. Did I say fist pump? pump? You said fist pump. Oh, whoop whoop. But it could also in your. You <laughs> oh know. no 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 no. Keep it clean. It's a bar in Temecula. But yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got I got a I had a moment with Shatner, and that's you know again one of those moments where, where you have this idea of of celebrity in a way. And at the end of the day, we're like it's this. It's all this, which is great. If I would have fist bumped him, right. I would have shat my pants. Get it? Ah! <laughs> okay. uh, Mona Pear uh, wants to know. Love Mona, Mona. We love you, Mona. Uh, what I also love is you hang out with the boys. Like you still have your time for your friends. And yeah. I know you and a bunch of guys. Like every year, you guys do something. Like you, you ran with the Bulls. We actually have a picture right. of you doing that. Mona wants to know what is on your bucket list with your bro group for 2019. Oh, that's a great. That's a great question. But my bros, there's some amazing people. So that's go back to yeah. So that's Victor Webster, my buddy Poots, Paul Bean, Ricky, and me. And we had such an amazing time at that. And what the, the thing that made it so amazing was the culture and the people around it. And it really wasn't about the bull run. It was about everyone wearing that outfit. I remember seeing, <laughs> but I remember there was a guy that came in with like black shorts and a, and a, and a blue T-shirt. And this huge group of people wearing that were like, no, 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 no. They picked him up, took him to a store. He bought, he had to buy everything, and then they carried him out of the store all cheering. Everybody wore It happens that. at White Party in Palm Springs for my people. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's so awesome, and I think it's awesome that you, that you do take that time for mm. yourself because you need your own personal right. adventures. Right. Um, and it kind of probably rejuvenates you. Absolutely. I mean, and they keep me in check, you know, like they keep me, there's no one else that keeps me in check like the people that you grew up with. And, and that's something that I really value. And um, yeah, man, my, my bros are the best. So I'm really, I'm really grateful for them. Yeah. Okay, well, the next boy trip in 2019, right. I want to go. Yeah. Because I'll be like the token. <laughs> you will. <laughs> I'll do and, the and, outfits. I'll pick out the clubs we're going to go to. And you'll be, I'll, I just got to put imagine? you, I just put you in my backpack. We won't even know. Like, it'll be great. You'll just fit my backpack. Oh, perfect. you'll know. Oh, hello. You definitely know. Hello, doctor. <laughs> oh, doctor. <laughs> um, but also speaking about celebrities that you become friends with and, and that are real people, I know uh, you got to take your dad to uh, oh a sporting God. event yeah. on behalf of one of my favorites who was going to be an Aquaman, uh, Jason Momoa. In yeah. fact, we have a picture of you guys as well. This picture, I, I can't tell you how many times I looked at this picture. <laughs> <laughs> but he also seems like one of those guy guys that is grounded, that... Listen, he, he's like, we worked together on, on Stargate Atlantis years yeah. ago, like 10 years ago. And I did one of those things, like I've seen his star rise and it was such an amazing thing to see how, how much success he was getting. And I literally had a, a buddy of mine, I did this to him and this is what happened to me. So I had a buddy of mine that I grew up with and I'm going to leave his name out of it, but he texted me. Uh, sent me a message on Facebook. He goes, "Hey, I don't know if you remember me, but you know, we were we were doing you know in a band together type thing." And I was like, "Hey, are you kidding me? I spent most of my years with you. What do you mean I wouldn't remember you?" But that's what happens with celebrity. Once you start getting, so they they think that you forget. And then I did that with him. He saw me at an airport, and it was like Alex. And I turned around and I literally gave him a stink eye. Oh, but my brain was going, 
do you actually remember me? And he was like, hey, and he gave me this big hug. And then I was like, oh my God, this is like, like it's like yesterday. And he was one of those dudes that after we worked together, he was like, so what are you doing after? And I'm like, this is the first day we met. What are you doing after? I go, I'm just going home. He goes, let's go have a drink. We go to his house. We play Tom Waits music. We jam on on, on the guitar till 5 o'clock in the morning just talking about life. And I have never done that with anybody. And especially somebody that I just met. And the guy that looks like that would want to go to a club what or was to the a address? lounge. <laughs> <laughs> And I just love that he had that that bro out moment. Yeah. He just wanted to bro out. And then I saw him at the in the airport on the way to LA and 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 we just bonded again. We exchanged numbers again after 10 years. And then um it was one of those things and you know I, I had dinner with him and he was sitting there and I was talking about this boxing match. How I would love to go to this boxing match. Fury and Wilder it was something that, you know, it, it's the first time in 20 years that two undefeated champions get together. And I was talking to him and his buddy Mata, who, who, who's a really good friend of him, and I was connecting with him, talking about it and why I would want to be a part of something like that so big. And Jason was kind of disconnected on his phone, and then a second later he just drops his phone and goes, okay, I got you, I got you two tickets in, in a suite. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? He goes, no, man, I just you know, heard how much you loved, how, how much you loved it. And then I had all these people in my head going, oh my God, I could take Tomo, I could take Victor, I could take whoever I could take. And Alexander. And, yeah, Alexander. <laughs> and then I thought, you know, it was such a gift that he gave that to me and I just felt like I needed to share it with my dad and and bring fly him in, having a wicked event. He's never been to a heavyweight boxing match before, three generations of boxers. And I'm telling you, like, we don't usually get along. It was one of the most amazing times I've had with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it literally... As the years go and as time goes, this will be one of the most crowning moments that I'm so happy I got to share with. Oh God, I love that. <laughs> Especially nowadays, we become so disassociated with family. I recently went through a loss with family, right. and it's so easy to become desensitized to everything, especially yeah. with all the anger that's happening in the world. That we forget that we're all neighbors and we have to live on the same street. That's right. So something like that is 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 just amazing. Um, so since we're kind of in this mood, because your career has taken off and you have to travel and you have to go film here, you have to go film here, right. you're not able to spend time with your family, you're not able to spend time with your friends. I can imagine that even with this level of success, it's like you want to share, but you're like, oh, I'm on set and I don't really know this cast that well. Even as close as you can become, which right. can happen fast, but there's still that moment of like homesick, even though you don't have to have a home to be homesick for, it's right. just that feeling. How do you deal with that? Because there is a performer depression that can happen. Even when you're at the height of it, there's this loneliness, and I'm sure some of your clients feel this mm-hmm. as well, when it's all happening, and you don't have time to process, and you don't have the people around you that you need to process with. It, it, I'm not going to lie, it is tough, and, and that's why you know, I, I like to keep the bros that I keep, I like to keep the friends that I keep. Because they're oh, they're always there, you know. Um, God damn, you got me all emotional and stuff. <laughs> You're such a prick. This is the reality. This is the reality of of what you do. But it, but it, I love what I do, and I love sharing like what I do with with people that you know that take the time to want to see what I do, and the idea of having my my bros and and keeping me in check and having those those emotional talks and those things that you would never talk to anybody else about, but these guys and, and then checking in with family. Um, and I, that's what I'm grateful for. That's the biggest thing that I'm grateful for. 
I, there's I just try to deal with the, the best the best way that I can in, in in the in the circumstances that I can and then I sometimes it's not that bad because you have those moments um, and I'm grateful for that I get to do the things that I love to do and and that's all I remember my mom, my mom saying like all I want you to do is be happy and this is what makes me happy mm-hmm. and affecting other people and having a time where thank God sometimes it, it's a curse to have you know, the cell phone being what it is because it's, you know, if it's not 15 seconds then and it's longer than that, then people don't pay attention. But I can I can throw a picture really quick to my mom. I can send a video of, of love to my mom in an instant and she can send it back. And, and you know, my bros busting my balls, like all that stuff is something that, you know, thank God for this thing. Like, because I can't imagine what they did back in the day before it. So I feel uh, grateful for those moments, and I got to, I have people in my life that I get to share that with. Um, but I love what I do, so I, I don't know, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm thankful for the phone that captured your boxing moment in gray sweatpants. Uh, Sherry McDougal <laughs> says hello. You know that went viral, right? I, I think I told you last viral. time. It went on sites that you probably don't want it Are to be on. Are you kidding me? It was very popular shorts? on Tumblr. No, you were in gray sweatpants, and you were boxing, and it was uh, was this outside? Quite energetic. Was this outside? I believe so. Oh, but it was on Tumblr on a few different... Are you kidding me? No. I was like, oh. And people are like, does anybody know who this is? I'm like, yes. Because oh it was on God. It was on groups that would, would have never know who you are because they're my people. Uh, anyway, uh, Sherry McDougal says hello from Winnipeg. Sherry McDougal? Yes, Sherry Amazing. McDougal. Amazing. Winnipeg. Uh, but Casey, how do you keep your clients grounded like that when things are happening and they're on this cover and they're on this cover and you can sense mm-hmm. that they're kind of losing touch uh, with reality? With reality. And this happens a lot. You know, we have a lot of young actors that yeah. are on the CW, are MTV, reality TV people, mm-hmm. and they get in this bubble. And you cannot believe some of the attitudes that mm-hmm. come in. Um, I'm not going to give any names because we right. love all of our guests and we thank everybody for coming in. But there's a certain energy with younger Hollywood that blows my mind. It's like, do you know where you are? Do you know the m- opportunity you have? But they become so disassociated with reality. Well, a lot of it, you know, just just in general with people, and I think Alex, look at him texting here. Are you texting Caroline? It's Caroline. Caroline. She's like, what are you wearing? Um, no, but on a serious <laughs> note, you know, a lot of it is is who you surround yourself with. And it's not just in the entertainment industry in life you know Hmm. who you know we have the power to make our own choices we can choose to be kind we can choose to be respectful we can choose to be optimistic you know and I think that the the choice to surround yourself with people with the right people that are not just yes men that are not just you know trying to make money off of you or trying to you know get something for themselves you know those are the people that keep you grounded and I think that you know I mean Alex has been you know he's he's been a really great person to work with genuine just genuinely kind the minute he walked in the store and this is your third appearance on the yeah. show the yeah. minute he walked in it's just this sincerity. yeah and you know it's it, not every actor is that way and I think that unfortunately you know I've I've worked with a few in the past you know um, you know I will say that you know my colleague Heather Besignano and I you know have we have an amazing roster of talent we're so lucky and we're so blessed to be able to do what we do and to uh work with the people that we work with, Um, you know, but we always just kind of, we have this like mentality where it's like, okay, if you feel like you're better than, than humankind, you know, then, then, you know, if, if you're this version of yourself, that is a God, then go on and, and be with people that, that feed that because we don't, I don't, you know, and, and, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's the choices that we make. It's, you know, and even with the young Hollywood of it all, I found, 
it's the parenting. Mm -hmm. Because I will say, um, I work with two 19-year-olds. I work with Cameron Boyce and Nathaniel Potvin, who are the most incredible teen, I I should say young men, because they're not teenagers, but their parents are phenomenal. Like, Mm -hmm. they, they have raised their kids right. So... You know, Tanya Potvin, Libby Boyce, and Victor Boyce, and, and, and Andy Potvin, you guys did a really great job with those kids because they really, you know, and, and they grew up in L.A. I mean, these are two guys that, like, grew up in the spotlight and grew up, you know, um, you know, as actors. And, and you know, and Cameron, Cameron's done all the Descendants stuff. And, you know, he's just, like, he's such an old soul. Both of them are. Yeah. There's something know? in the eyes, especially with Cameron, that yeah. there's, you know. They're like people that you just want to sit down and have a conversation with. Mm-hmm. And I do think like you either have it or you're not. Like yeah. acting wasn't your your first journey, but that was probably your destiny. Right. Well, that's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. You, and listen, I I I I'm so grateful for Casey. Like I'm not going to um, go mm-hmm. go on and on, but Casey's really been a huge part of my career in the last few years and she does her do- job super well. And she has great people with her and our conversations back and forth and figuring out my career, something that I want to do for a really long time and that can only be done with people that help you along the journey. And she's, she's, she's more than my publicist, and that's what makes it amazing. And I wouldn't have the career that I have right now if it wasn't for her. So for her to be on my team, it, it honestly is a blessing. And it was meant to happen. But I'm super grateful for, for what she you does. You guys, it's become a love fest. <laughs> it's true. All right, so we're going to rapid fire this because we need to okay. wrap up the show. But we're going to uh, we're gonna pick some highlights. Yeah. Uh, Candy Rose uh, underscore BTV from Twitter wants to know. Oh, we're rapid fire. i got to stand up for rapid fire. Okay, go. Well, I mean, it's, it's not like rapid fire. You, you can sit. It's just like quicker questions. <laughs> Stupid. You did that just for the camera, by the way. No. <laughs> There's another viral video. Hello, Tumblr. Do you know Tumblr's taking away all the adult content? I saw that. I am not happy about How it. How do you... <laughs> I am not happy about it. How do you it. kill your own platform like that? And I'm not saying, like, yay porn... But you're how saying do you, yay porn. But how do you shoot yourself in the head like that? They're literally going to kill their their platform. Yeah, it's seventy percent adult stuff. Yeah, I'm allegedly. Yay por- I'm yay porn. You know, when you're busy and you don't have time to like go on full dates and you have a few minutes <laughs> yeah. in between a, takes. A gift, <laughs> a gift takes care of me. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Girl, you are one of my gifts, just so you know. Oh, you're a gift, and Whoa. you're a gift. Boxing thing in gray sweatpants. Oh you should never have done God, that. I didn't even realize it. Oh, you, you, you knew yes, what you were doing. You yeah, did. you didn't, knew. I did not until people started like saying yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Candy Rose wants to know if you were to have a movie night at home, um, what snacks are a must be? Um, salted chips, sour cream, and, um, and onion dip, okay. and popcorn. Very easy stuff. Easy stuff. Okay, Caroline probably is buying it right now as we speak. (laughs) So I'm going to add on to that. If you were to show a movie for your movie night at home, uh, what movie would you show for first group, your buddies? Rocky. Okay. Your first date? Rocky. Uh, With your parents? Rocky. Wow. Okay. Uh, Stranded on a desert island, um, and this is from Katie Lester, what are your five things that you have to have? Rocky, 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 Rocky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, come on. It would be scotch. Five, okay, it would be it would be scotch. It would be friends. Right? I can do that. Mm, no, no, that's kind of like a cheat. It's a cheat. One friend. One friend? Yep. Casey. 
<laughs> oh my god! I, it was like it was like I don't want to be in that island with you. <laughs> do you know I love Casey so much? Yeah. But she's pretty strict. Right. She'd be like, "This is how we're going to arrange the coconuts." Right. <laughs> you can have one coconut water a day. It's so true. Okay. And we're going to build a radio okay. out of twigs and pompons. <laughs> <laughs> and she would do it too. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So give me the. So it's five things that I would have with me mm-hmm. on a deserted island. Um. Um. A TV, uh, a DVD, a Rocky film. God, you're the you're so bad at this game. How would you plug this in? There. <laughs> oh God, I can't with you. Okay, moving on. Yes, thank <laughs> you. It's way too much for the Scott for this vodka. Um, vodka on the rocks. Uh, ba, 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 ba. How do you prepare yourself for a special scene with a female co-star, whether it be a kissing, uh, you know, like makeout? How do I prepare myself? I don't. I just really. I here's the thing. So I forget who said it, and it's a beautiful thing. Is that every time I go to set, I want to fall in love at least once. That's so dangerous. It's beautiful. It's honestly. It's it. When I heard that, I was like, I'm going to give that a shot, and and something would happen in in the makeup trailer or in the on set, and that idea of just just falling in love in this moment, I it it's pretty great. Were you looking in the mirror? Oh. <laughs> he was looking at his name. He's like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love your Instagram post, by the way, when like your name is on the trailer. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Love it. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because I come from a musical theater background and right. it has a bad reputation. It's so true. You always fall in love with your co star for that or an ensemble mm-hmm. person, right. whether, whatever your yeah. sexuality may be. And it's so true because that excitement is there. You're in rehearsals and then you're in the the actual production and there's the after parties. When that show is over, it's like in high school, senior year, you're like, keep in touch, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to keep in touch. No, that's true. But it's not even about that. I just know, like in those moments, I just know. And it it doesn't even have to be um, an actress. It just has to be a moment of, of like, oh, I really appreciate how this is dropping and how we're connecting and really being present with it. That's how I feel about it. Uh, when did you film your Arrow episodes? And you were kind of quiet about it. Yeah, I was. Was that told to you or? It was told to me to be uh, quiet about it. And then when. That took everybody by. I, I was know. Like, I yeah. know. It was. And, and you well, know. Very I, secretive I, I get it. it. They're very, extremely secretive yeah. about mm-hmm. it. Um, but it was a blast. I mean, one of my favorite people in the world is, is James Bamford, who his nickname's Bam Bam. And he came from a stunt background and they allowed him after the seven years to actually direct. And to have him direct me in those episodes that I would do, that was the best part of that whole show for me. Talk about a great director. A stunt person knows all the mechanics and what the final result, but what it takes to get there. Exactly. Uh, was there uh, ever a part that you auditioned for that you didn't get that you still think about? Um, Dan Payne got the job on The Descendants as... The, the Descendants or Descendants? Des- what's, what's the movies? Descendants. Well, one has George Clooney and one... George has- Clooney? What? That's the movie you're talking about. Uh, you're talking the, about Disney. the Disney one. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. He played. He played um, the Beast. Oh. And he's oh. a really good oh, the, friend of mine. The first one. But in all in all of the Descendants for Disney, yeah, he's I a part. I see more of as it. a guest on though. But he, what? As a guest on. If we're talking about like Beauty and the Beast, I'm oh, sorry. I'm like mixing genres. No, no. But I I remember that role and it was really funny. It was really cool. And I went into audition for it, and I remember like shit in the bed on it. Like I remember, like, oh man, I didn't nail it. What and, What didn't go right? Uh, my My take on it, 
Just my take on it. I didn't do the research the, w- the way I wanted to do the research, and I just I, I I I basically shit the bed on that audition. And then when I saw him do it, he's perfect for it. Dan Payne's one of my good friends. Um, he's another like six foot five dude, and he is literally perfect for it. Um, but it was one of those things would I would love to get a shot at it. But I, what he's done with that character, I salute it, and I love him to death. We're really good friends. But that's one that I keep on thinking about because I just love it. My advice for anybody in the entertainment industry, do not become friends with somebody that you're going to see in your audition room. I won't. Really? All my friends are super tall, super thin, whatever. No. No, uh-uh. no. I love I it. No, I can't. I mm-hmm. love it. I, su- I'm like, I support it. What was that text from? Like, oh, it's a casting call. You're like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, what is your favorite book at the moment? Oh, my favorite book. He doesn't um, read. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Girl, he has read us up and down tonight. I don't read. Um, my favorite book. I love On the Road. I, re- I read On the Road. By Kiraco all the time, okay. so I love on the road. Uh, if you could go back in time and uh, film any character in a past film and originate that role, who or what would it what be? What do you think I'm going to say? Rocky. Yes. Okay. How about not Rocky? What? How about something that would be totally different for you? Um, on the waterfront. Brando on on the waterfront. Yes. I will submit to that GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how cold was it really on the set of Numb? Um, we had some really amazingly cold days, and then the, there was some day we we hit a heat wave where there was no snow. We had to CGI a bunch of snow in there, so we would do the scene, and we would be like freezing and freezing and cut. We're like, oh my god, jeez, because uh, it would be so hot. But then there was one scene where I had to go backwards into a river. And that's when it was minus 17. Yikes. So I basically I get hit. I get hit where I go. And I, I was floating because the stream was so busy. Yeah, that gif didn't go viral. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that gif didn't go viral because it's cold. Um, Is it gif or gif? Gif. Isn't it a gif? It's a gif. It's not a Casey. gif. It's a gif. It's a gif. What do you think? I think it's a gif. Yeah. Sorry, man. Gif is like peanut butter. Yeah. Jiffy is peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I know. I'm single <laughs> with my cats. Peanut butter. <laughs> so I had to go backwards. That microphone is so dangerous to you. We need a stunt double just for her. I know. <laughs> I had to go backwards in, into the stream, and so they put tons of rocks in my pockets so I would stay at the bottom, and I kept on saying, listen, give me, when you see my arm come up, come and get me. Yeah. That's and, scary. But it was minus 17. It was so cold. But those are the type of movies I love because it's so authentic. It's so real. We're in the environment. Uh, Jamie Bamber, who was, who was on Battlestar Galactica, was yep. in the movie. And when, in, in the days that it was kind of warm, we would find snow and put it in our shoes and put it in our pants just to get the real feeling of being cold. And I, I, I want to do so much more like environment kind of shows where it kind of tests you that way. And, um, but yeah, that numb, numb was pretty good. You guys, this has been so much fun. It's always fun when you when you stop by. Your fans, and I have to say, your fans are the nicest fans great. out there. I'm so lucky. Every question I got was so respectful. Um, I didn't have to censor anything. Right. And I know we, we got to just a small portion of the questions, uh, but thank you so much. Uh, Kurt, what, was this fun for you? Straight people Kurt. in, in uh, the studio. Kurt. I, I love this episode. Yeah. That's great. It's, it's going to be his... You better. I actually think the, ha- the Hamilton part was my favorite. That was How great. How does a bastard often okay, son to, to take us out. and a is, Scotsman I don't think we need it again. No, no, no. Oh, is right. there any other song r- really fast that, that you could do? Um, no. Can you sing, um, uh. sing a Christmas song? 
No, never mind. Mm. No. Do you, do, change my mind. Do you know anything from Rocky Horror Picture Show? I don't. If you start, maybe. Oh. <laughs> I'll do, do the whole know? musical. Uh, well, which one do you want to hit? Hit something right now. No. Hit something right now. From Rocky Horror? Yeah, and I'll jump in. No, it'd be Sweet Transvestite. Yeah, let's do it. Can I'll you jump imagine in. casting him as Frank I'll jump Frank in. I, I, no, I, I, once I, I start to, hearing to do it, another once I start karaoke. hearing it. Is there another song from Hamilton that you think that you could just do? No. Um, no, I, wanted, I want you to do it because once I hear it, then I'll jump in. So okay, can sorry. we do Sweet Transvestite yeah, really, really let's fast? Do it. Let's do it. All right. Poor Kurt. Poor Kurt. This is amazing. I have to give you a Christmas but, bonus. But you're Kurt. doing, yeah, with, with lyrics, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. There's also a chorus part, Casey. Used to be a dancer oh. and an All actress. Right. No. I, didn't, I know Sarah wasn't here. Here it comes. You're going to start it, though, and then okay. I'll jump in. Oh, my God. My mom is like, what is This is, is fantastic. We got this. <laughs> we got this. How do you do? Uh, see, you've met my faithful handmaid. Oh, my God. That's awesome. He's just a little brought down because... Oh, I lost the beat when you knocked. Get it, get it. You thought you were the Candyman. Don't get strung out by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. Ooh, that's nice. I'm not much of a man by the light of day. Yeah. But by night I'm one hell of a lover. Everybody, sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. Okay, that's all we're gonna do. Scarlett Johansson oh, is like, good. I was cast as that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you guys, it's been another uh, episode of On the Rocks. That was fun. That was super we fun. Need, we need to figure out something that we can do. Uh, one of the questions was, if you and I were to have an unlimited budget to film any movie that would star both of us, what kind of film would it be? Twins. That's insulting. <laughs> if you would have said producers, I would have been half, half there. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. Did you really say twins? I did say twins. Are we wrapping this up? Because I want more tequila. More, more. Okay, just real fast, because Kurt has to go home. Yeah, Kurt. Come no, on. let's think of a better film. Casey, uh, you are going to produce this film. What, what kind of film would you put us in? The two of you. Yep. I was going to say Rush Hour, the reboot. Oh, Rush Hour would be good. I'd do Rush Hour with you. I could do like yeah. an Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that is yeah. really funny. Yeah. Anchorman would be great. We could make it like very like what's happening and say we're gonna do America's first ever telenovela. Yeah. And like mm. we're all Latino cast and they're like, oh well, you have to have this guy on because he's an A-lister and then right. he doesn't fit in and there's all those jokes. Kind that of. That actually be kind of funny. That would yeah. be fun. But what I really think, is, like, because I know that you're shy and you don't like to have like bunch of pictures in your studio no, no. so to really get you on a series would be great did we get a close-up of that <laughs> is there, oh, sorry, is there a close-up you can do of that <laughs> there it is all right you guys uh, alex please tell our viewers and listeners who are not familiar with you uh where they can find you alex pawn on twitter and instagram a-l-e-k-s-p-a-u-n and my uh facebook page alex ponovic Love it. And Bam. tweet him because he will answer you. Uh, such a great crew, and I, and I just love your fans. Casey, where can people... You're very private, by the way. I am. My, my account is private. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Uh, hence, so, hence the private. Icon PR's uh, website. How, how about that? There you go. Yeah, we're at um, icon-publicity.com. So it's pretty easy. And, and, you and Instagram? I was like, but you have Instagram, too. I do have Instagram. What but is it's it? Private. I'm Casey J. Kitchen. But, but Icon, too. Doesn't Icon have one? Yeah, yes. we do, but... 
Oh, 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 sorry. I and you guys have Icon to, PR. Icon, Icon PR. And you guys have to follow Icon PR because uh, the celebrities have such personality, and that's why they're such a good fit uh, for, for On the Rocks. Uh, thank you guys so much. Yay. I'm so excited that you were here for a few days, and we snatched you right we up. We did it. That was awesome. We got a little musical going on. We got a little teary-eyed. Yeah, right? Thank you guys, especially your international people that have to go to work in two hours. Call in sick and rewatch this episode <laughs> thanks over for, and over Thanks and over. for tuning in. Kurt, thank you so much. Next week, uh, we have multiple Emmy nominee, uh, Mindy Sterling, and Broadway's Arnisha Walker. Wow. wow. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>